Welcome to Coffee and Jesus. I'm your host, Jael Penn, coming to you from the great state of Texas. Today I want to talk to you about the book of Philippians. And I don't know if you know who Brene Brown is, but she's a very famous speaker and professor from the University of Houston. Um, She has probably the most watched episode on TED Talk in the history of the universe. Uh, She researches shame and vulnerability and courage and bravery and those types of things as a lifelong social worker. Anyway, um, she has a lot of wisdom. I'm not sure if she's a Christian or not, but um, she has a lot of wisdom. And I, I always think that, you know, if I ever get to talk to her or witness to her, I want to encourage her to read the book of Philippians because it's right up her her alley. Um, She's all about being truthful, being honest, being vulnerable. And the book of Philippians is just that. It's about progress, not perfection. I love this book so much. Um, Many of my favorite verses of the Bible come from this book. Again, Paul wrote it to the church at Philippi to present an appeal for Christian unity because unity in Jesus brings joy. It's really just that simple. So it's a really cool book. It's it's positive. It's encouraging. It's edifying. And I love that because with all the junk that's going on in the world, we need some of that, don't we? And again, Following Jesus is about progress, y'all. It is not about perfection. You are not perfect and you are not going to be perfect. Okay? If you have a perfect controlling spirit, you need to pray about that. That's an issue. And it needs to be resolved. And I promise you other people around you feel it. They know it. They just aren't telling you. Um, How does Philippians fit into the Bible, the big story of um, creation and salvation and the second coming. Here are the essential truths from the Word of God in the book of Philippians. Humility is essential for unity. There is no way for us to get along with our neighbors, literally the ones right next door to us, or in the cubicle on our job, or in the next country, without some humility. Without being able to say, you know what, I'm not right about everything. I could be wrong. All right. Um, God provides for us through his generosity and sometimes through the generosity of others. So this book is also about being generous. And as I said before, it's about being joyful because when you're joyful, this helps us to overcome anxiety, depression, and worry. Personally, um, It's just a beautiful message of how we can be Jesus to the world. How that we can set an example of what our relationship with God is like because of how we treat other people. It's about being selfless rather than selfish. And so I encourage you to dive into this book and just let it minister to you. Uh, let's read Philippians 2.5. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. And y'all, I know it's not easy 
there are there are some real idiots out there. I know that. And they push your buttons and you know you have those trigger moments and you go off and you have road rage and you have line rage at the mall and Target and Walmart. And you know, it's you know, we're human. I get it. Nobody's more human than me. Um, so I get it. But we need to live peaceably if we can with the people around us. And this book is trying to help us learn how to be more like Jesus so that we can be unified. So chapter one starts off with Thanksgiving. How awesome is that? Uh, We need to be thankful. We need to say prayers of Thanksgiving. We need to pray for other people. There's so much going on in the world right now. Uh, Sri Lanka was hit with all these bombs and terrorism as a retaliation for what happened in New Zealand and you know over 300 people have died and you know Christians have died and it's just it's just horrible and so we need to pray about the events that are going on in our world you know the things that are hurting our hearts are hurting God's hearts also Um, chapter one also gets into questioning um, the value of life um, the value of death. It's really, really, really deep. Um, it talks about suffering and just, excuse me, um, yeah, just a lot of really, really deep stuff that you need to read. Chapter two talks about spiritual growth and how that the more you grow, the more unity you will feel and have because you'll be basically in a better mood. You're not going to be blaming everybody else for your problems. You're not going to be murmuring and complaining all the time. Okay. Then chapter three gets into warnings about different teachers and legalism and the attitude of perfectionism. Uh, false teachers so that's a really good book to read chapter rather Uh, chapter four is exhortations on unity enjoy prayer peace moderation your mind your knowledge your actions Uh, being thankful talks about provision and um, the end of that chapter is like a benediction saluting the saints in Christ Jesus and uh, the brethren with Paul and the saints and it ends with uh, grace be with you so like I said this is a really cool book to read it's one of the big four that I love and I'm sure that you're gonna love it too it's written by our boy Paul So you can't go wrong with anything that's written by him. And I pray that you learn how to study the Bible again. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. Use uh, Matthew Henry's commentary. Bible Gateway has lots of tools. YouVersion has lots of tools. Um, BlueLetterBible.org has lots of tools. Um, BlueLetterBible.org has a lot with the Hebrew. If you really want to dive into all of that, that's an excellent resource. So, you guys have a lot of studying to do. I think I've talked to you about five books of the Bible now. So what are you waiting for? 
get to get to learning. Be blessed.